0: Lifers podcast
1: with
2: Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And Steve Rydell.
1: And now here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. And Steve Rydell. All right, are we ready to do this? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Let's have, a, let's have mm. a little bit of.
2: I don't want to blow my load in the first five minutes. I don't want you to yeah. blow your load at
1: all. Thank you. Just, just keep your load unblown. Okay. I'm gonna keep it what uh, What is with you?
2: It's not necessary. <laughs> oh, now, I, now I'm not supposed to, <laughs>
1: to. None of that is necessary. Bring it,
0: Steve. Hey guys, what's up? Hi. Nothing,
2: man. Let me thanks ask you jo- something. Thanks for joining us. Hang on one second. When Steve is here paneling with us, is this the intro or are we this dropping is the intro. Steve yeah, later? Yeah, we're doing okay. the intro. Okay,
0: good. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. This is a pretty good intro so far. One yeah. of the best. What's the best? You know what? We never do. We, we never like, it's not
1: like I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I noticed that other people go, hi, I'm, you know, Scott and, you know, this is Ben and, you, you know, they introduce themselves and. We don't ever do that. Well, because that? the because the gimmick of our show,
2: which is that we're not good at this. No, and it's not original. There's other podcasts that do it. And we start. What do you call it? In cognito. No, oh, like in the act,
0: like a like a cold open.
2: In the act,
0: no, we we, we come in like mid we're in progress.
2: In, yeah, in progress, but there's like a Latin or a Spanish term. I think it has to do with, with like when you're having sex or something. In vitro. Not to, not to start talking about blowing loads again, but you no, know, when somebody walks in and finds their wife having sex with somebody else, what are they called? They caught in Ah oh, Jesus. Caught anyway, in bed. Infidelity. <laughs> uh high infidelity. But high we infidelity. Uh, but 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 that my point is that, that our
1: gimmick Oh is oh there's like, a point. There's a point, everybody. In flagrante. Colleagues. Delicto. Thank you. Is that it?
2: I think that's close. Yeah, I think that's what I was thinking. La <laughs> Grinte
1: <When he's> Delicto. <laughs> you, you have to, you have to like
0: yell it out loud when you bust in the room. <laughs> no,
1: he's got to, he, Latin. He has to yell out loud. All right. Listen, <laughs> like sorry to interrupt the this the amazing
2: devil. intro, but I have a surprise for everybody. I'm bringing somebody into the podcast right now. Hang on a second. We have some business to take care of.
1: So help me. <laughs>
2: Inflagrento delicto. Inflagrento in delicto. Look what you
1: did, Gabe. You you, you summoned the spirit <laughs> you said it three of Jonathan times. Hertzberg.
2: <laughs> you say <in> flagrante <laughs> delicto three times and Jonathan Hertzberg shows up. Yes, it's like red rum. John, welcome to the podcast briefly. I realize we've been doing this thing for close to three years and we have something, mm-hmm. a, a bit that we do with every guest, but we've been forgetting about it in recent weeks. Wow. So I'm trying to organize the posse, bring people back so that we can, uh, we can, you know, there's completists out there who will be very upset with us if we don't ask you this one question. So, Gabe Rodriguez so let me, taken let, away. Let, let so we'll me get this stuff.
1: straight, Ben. Yeah. You've ruined Jonathan's night for this. Yeah. But believe me, this is the highlight of Jonathan's night, no matter what <laughs> I, else he had planned. <laughs> I, I doubt it. Look at him. And, and plus here, number two about why this is just so, uh, is, uh. You know what the answer is going to be, and you no, just I don't. want to win. You no, just want I to win here. You want I have no idea. Win, I really right? have no idea. I like a, well, If I knew the. So answer, this is I a
3: one-word answer kind of question. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. By the way, before you get into this, how how's T.R. Baskin selling? Did we give it the lifers bump?
3: <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It's uh It's. Yeah. I well, saw at least one too It's a little too early, little too early to, to tell, but I'm sure the lifers bump has only bumped it more. Right. Yeah. yeah. I saw one person on There's still at least TR Baskin. You know, it's we're we're uh, we're uh, you know, we're we're telling a lot of people about something that they weren't aware of before. So as a,
2: as a non-genre film, it's got a it's got a mountain to climb, right? It's harder to sell
3: than Party Girl. Definitely harder to sell than Party Girl, but but the review the, the reviews we've gotten so far have been uh, yeah there've been good some good reviews people you know saying this is like an unjustly unknown film and right for the past fifty two years fifty two right. years
2: they've also said it's a breezy commentary and the guys sound like they're doing a podcast and I don't know how that happened but
3: whatever yeah you saw the okay so you saw some of them I they, saw you guys one of, got I, I saw they, they listen there's people that listen to the commentary they actually. Did that's something,
1: that is something.
4: All right, Gabe, let's let let's hear it. Well, I, I still want to say, Jonathan, I didn't realize the the enterprise that you have behind the whole thing here with your company, and I, I have much respect for people that kind of just build things from from nothing or whatever and kind of do it on their own the DIY. You're doing it with Blu-ray, and I have much respect for that.
3: Thank um, you, thank
2: you, you uh, John. I don't think that we really properly introduced Gabe to you. he. Not really, been, no. He's the force behind G&P Records, uh, where all of the local H uh, recordings and Mm. merchandise flow from. And so Gabe is working out of his home, mail ordering and taking orders for for tons of shit himself. So you guys are...
3: Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you see what I have behind me here. It's kind of a... There's some, there's a massive t-shirts back there. And then these are boxes of things yeah. like TR, TR Baskin's back there somewhere.
4: Right, It's the same yeah. thing Gabe's got behind him. Yes, but I don't have the certificate on the wall that says I went to, you know, graduate school and all this kind of stuff. But that's all right. You kind of I don't have that either.
3: I just have the electric Glide in blue and uh, wizards posters. <laughs> Did you think those were like
4: fucking uh, diplomas on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It is kind of done. I didn't put. I didn't put two and two together. He, he's a. He's a seamster.
2: Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> You've got right. a wizard's poster. That would be a great fun city. release.
4: Wow. Huh? yeah, it's a cool one with the with the dragon back there. You might like some galloping type music. We're going to ask you the question that we ask everybody, but we forgot the last few weeks. If you had to pick between two bands, you could only listen to one. You're on a deserted island. You only had room for one. Between the replacements or Iron Maiden? Who do you pick? The replacements. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I had no idea.
1: Come on. There's no way you didn't know he was
4: gonna pick the replacement.
2: John, do I know anything about your musical taste? Like no.
4: I tried to lead a mom with a gallop and it's, it's fairly obvious.
2: <laughs> here's the here's the really important question. That I think we should really should follow one follow up question we should ask everyone that we ask some question. Have you ever heard the other band? Have you ever heard Iron Maiden? Have you yeah, heard have. Iron Maiden
3: album? I have heard Iron Maiden. Okay. Did you know that one of the Chicago movies we discussed on the show, Bad Boys, has mm-hmm. at least one Iron Maiden track in the soundtrack in the movie? It's like in the background in the you know the boys the boys uh, detention center what song because i know
1: there's billy squire on the soundtrack there's billy squire a great scene with uh little river band
3: playing when he gets it in the ear i have to i i would have to look it up but i'm almost positive it's a pretty packed soundtrack you know Uh, it's
2: great and the song the song is prodigal son it's what they went way deep on that one all right all right well thank
3: you john that's it
1: that's it it's all
3: downhill all right.
2: from here for you but thank you very where does, much
3: where does that here. go that just gets slotted in somewhere in the, <laughs> that's in the our episode intro.
0: yeah that's pretty much it
3: <laughs> all right all right well hey it was good to, good to see you all uh good good to get get a little more intel on gabe since you <laughs> yeah uh, and like i say you know if you guys uh, want to talk soundtracks or something else in the future i wish we were like doing that, that tonight I'm absolutely
2: (laughs) okay. Thanks, John, and and everybody. T.R. Baskin still available with a slipcover edition, I think. So grab them while you can.
3: Still is available. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Good night, guys. Good night. Thank Thank you so much.
1: Take care. Oh, that was that was that was shady, Ben. That was real. That was real underhanded of you. To bring to, that to surprise to you with it with a guest to do that to Gabe? no just to do that to Gabe. I mean that was that, that we there was. You guys no honestly
2: think that I knew that John was going to pick the replacements?
4: Come on, yes. The haircut alone says replacements. <laughs> it does. That's not a knock at all. I'm just saying you yeah, can't wear no. that haircut. It just sounds like a knock. No, you can't have that haircut and not say the replacements. That's not. <laughs> no period. It, 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 I don't yeah. know. That, that's gibberish. Look at all our guests that have anywhere near that haircut. And it's not a knock at all. He has nice hair. He, I'm going to defend anybody, myself. No. One moment, please. Go ahead. One moment. Just one Bald moment. Bald brother. Uh,
2: all I know about John Hertzberg. You know, and why Steve I and I
1: can Hertzberg, leave. We don't even have to be here. That's fine.
2: That's all right. Um, all I knew about John going into anything is that he's, he's obsessed with... Uh, Movie soundtracks. For all I know, he didn't know he's never listened to either band. That's what I thought. I thought he'd say, I don't know. I don't, I don't listen
1: to rock music. So what are we doing tonight? Okay. Ben alluded to it. Ben doesn't want to do this. But, uh,
4: <laughs> we're going to bring him along kicking and screaming. Okay. Because it's the 30th anniversary of Dookie this year. Yes. This well, week. next year? Next year. This coming year. Next year? It's a, coming. Next year? Year. It's
2: it
1: coming in 94. Right off the bat, you're wrong. But they okay. released the 30th anniversary package of Dookie.
4: Yes. So we're going to reminisce and do what's the best Green Day song what? of all time. Green Day songs. And, and we, we brought
1: Steve Rydell, a.k.a. Steve Sleeve, to, you know, help us out with that. Because you're usually there to help us out with that. Now, I asked you, Steve, if you like Green
0: Day, unironically. You asked that. I want to. I want to point out that that was a two-part text. It was one that said, "Do you like Green Day?" To which uh, I answered yes. And then the next text said, "Unironically." <laughs> 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 so I felt like I was already getting set up for something.
2: <laughs> does anybody? Uh, my, <laughs> does anybody
0: like uh, Green Day? Ironically, maybe not anymore. No, but like maybe it like in the '90s. I don't know when hmm. when irony still existed. Is it dead? Irony's not dead. Oh, oh yeah, way over. Oh man, completely done. Wow, it's
1: ironic. <laughs> so, and Ben was like, "Do we have to pick Green Day songs?" <laughs> I didn't know you, if you like Green Day or not, but apparently you don't. Well,
2: we've talked about it before, and I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy who's like, I don't. I don't want to be Gabe for this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just not my thing.
3: I think
1: people that grumble and complain about green day are uh, first off missing the point, And two, uh, I just don't understand how that could be a hill. Anyone would want to die on. I fucking hate green day. So what? Who cares? Right. Which, which is, and, and I don't, I don't want
2: to be that guy. And I'm not that guy. I used to, I, I,
1: you in know 19- Ben, you can pick your top three Graham Parker songs.
2: Tonight. No, 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 no. I'm just saying in 1995, the year after Dookie came out and the year that, and I'm going to bring this up because we had a wonderful guest in what Gabe Rodriguez is calling our best episode ever. We had Freddie Herrera from Everclear on the show last week. Mm-hmm. And in 1995, I couldn't have loved an album any more than Everclear's Sparkle and Fade, which I think is just a perfect rock album. Not a bad song on it. Just the best. What? I loved it. And I would get shit from people I knew saying, "No, no, no. Green Day is better than Everclear." I don't know why these two bands in my circle of jerk-off music friends were pitted against each other because I don't really think there's a particular connection except they were maybe I hitting see their, either. No. But they were maybe hitting their first peaks and maybe only peaks around the same time. So, I don't know. For whatever reason, And I was always like, no, I'm an Everclear guy, not a Green Day guy. For me, and I'm just going to try to be as, I'm not going to get emotional about Green Day. It's just for me, if I want to hear sort of like a Brill Building type songwriter hiding behind a, I don't know, like a punk rock veneer, give me Kim Shattuck and The Muffs. And if I want to hear somebody with sort of a limited vocal range, maybe not the most expressive voice.
4: (laughs) What the
1: fuck is going on here? Ben's to shit
4: on our parade already. It's
1: like yeah? one of these commentary <laughs> tracks that we do.
2: Uh, you know, I would go. I've got. I go other directions. Uh, Green Day is not my thing, but I've got. I do have some Green Day songs I like, and I'm happy to
1: put my choices into the list. Happy okay, Gabe. Now you have. You have a. You have a history
4: with yes, Green Day. I'm, what were you doing in 1990 and 91 when Green Day was kicking it? You know, in a van down by the river. Or no, in a van. And all these punk clubs that had 200 people in them packing the house. And they were kicking, you know, what do you call it? Grinding their teeth or kicking, their, whatever you call it. Grinding their teeth? Cutting their teeth? Cutting their teeth. Well, they were probably on meth, so they were
1: probably ground, grinding <laughs> their teeth.
4: This was the biggest thing in the scene that was bubbling up. Everybody knew they were going to be the next big thing. Everybody knew. it. Yeah. We doesn't followed he them sound like, like, he usually sounds like the, Barack
2: Obama, but tonight he sounds like Letterman, doesn't he? With that stuffed up.
4: No. We were following them around like the Grateful Dead. I must have seen 10 shows in the summer of yeah. Green Day. I'm yeah. not a yeah, lion. Watch... I
2: was too old for that. I was over, that. Watch... I was over the punk scene by then. Okay. And I didn't want a second round.
1: of. Punk. Oh, and listen and to you. I was seeing, I was over me. the punk scene. <laughs> I was seeing
2: the muffs. I was busy So fucking at... what? We were seeing the muffs, too. You don't own I don't the hear muffs Gabe because because talking about a 10-show like road trip for the muffs. He wasn't Gabe talking about the muffs. Gabe was there for the muffs, too. We've seen the Muffs and we love the Muffs. There's nothing we wrong met with the muffs. muffs. We hung with the Muffs. It, you have to pick. You ha- never mind Everclear. You got to go by the pool. You have to do Muffs around. or Green Day. <laughs> Has to be Muffs or Green Day.
1: No, it doesn't. One or the other. No, it doesn't. Green Day. Is a great band, and they were those. Those shows were so much fun, and there was so much energy, and you know the. The Dookie tour, the shows that they played after Dookie came out, they were still a lot of fun. Like, I was happy for them. I was like, yes, rooting for them. I wanted them to be huge. It's not like the, they, they weren't like this, this you know, sad grunge man, you know? Right. They were poppy. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. I, didn't, I only heard Green Day with the big radio hits from Dookie, and I didn't like any of those hits, like, They didn't speak
1: to me like they were catchy in a way that I don't. So none of those hits are on your list. Right. Is my kiss on your list? (laughs)
0: I'm
1: not going to reveal anything.
0: Steve, (laughs) give us us your story. Um, Well, I came into Green Day uh, right when everyone else did. Okay. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Let me back that up. I blew my load into Green Day (laughs) (laughs) right when everyone else did. Yeah. 1994 um i was on a road trip and i bought dookie at in madison at the west town mall ah. um because i you know i just i knew the songs from the radio and that friends were playing but i also had a little bit of a leg up because i had already heard the band operation ivy so i sort of ah. through one of like my friends from high school knew the connection about how like you know Green Day had or Billy Joe Armstrong had like seen Operation Ivy at 924 Gilman and wanted to start a band or I don't I don't have the history exact but um the lookout scene you know yeah I wasn't like I mean I didn't have like any of the early seven inches or I didn't have Kerplunk so I sort of like reverse engineered it from from Dookie backwards uh and I loved I loved the poppiness of it um I loved the bass lines in particular. I was like teaching myself how to play Terrific. the bass at that time. So like playing along with a uh, Mike Durnt bass line was like really how I sort of taught myself how to like play around melodically over just like a three or four chord structure. Um, and, yeah. uh, and then that also got me into a bunch of the other like lookout records bands, as right. I'm sure a lot of people did at the same time. Yes. And, to the joy, I'm sure, of Lookout Records themselves. You weren't oh alone. My God. You were not alone <laughs> in that. So I think the first time I saw them was uh it was like the second leg of the Dookie Tour, so Pansy Division was the opening. Oh right. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I was not I was not at those shows uh in ninety and ninety one when they were grinding their teeth. In a van down by the river right. But I would have liked <laughs> to have seen those
2: By the way, Gabe Rodriguez, do you know what band uh, Billy Joe Armstrong has played as a member of On stage more than once? Foo Fighters I don't know if that's true, but that's not the band I'm thinking of okay. Recently? Mm-hmm. Yep, well, within the last Never clear. Ten years, I think
1: uh, Rancid Nope Little River Band Good guess, close, but no all right, so Gabe, it's it's. <laughs> you, we see that you uh, you survived the drive home from last week from the Gorilla Biscuits show.
4: Oh, let me see. Can you see this? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I see. That. I see. This nice, fine Chicago Bulls Gorilla Biscuits shirt. Where's yours? Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll be receiving mine or picking up mine uh, eventually. Sure, sure, sure. Compliments of Walter. He hooked he hook, hook, hooked us up. Yes, it was very nice. But Thank you, Walt. Thank you for the shirts, Walter. I might have picked something up at the Gorilla Biscuit show myself, and here's my my medicine because I got sick at that show, and I think I picked up some kind of virus. Do you ha- do you have COVID again? <laughs> I thought I could have, but I don't have COVID. I got tested. I don't have the flu. I don't have COVID. I don't have strep, but I got something. Here's here's my my medicine. Doctor Something something made the hair it. fall out of your head. Yeah, so I might sound a little weird today, but it was worth throwing stones. Mr. Glasshouse. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So you got
4: home. What time did you get home? It was about three in the morning. Did you have to pull over at any point? No, I made it without stopping. I'm, no, call your guy? No, I listened to that episode. It was, it's a great episode, by the way. They're all pretty good, dude. No, this one might have been our best. I might put that number one on our list. But I can't believe you didn't listen to the one with the animal stories on it. I can't. It's too far. I I don't know where to find that one. But anyway. I'll tell you. When I said I got a guy that I can call, I didn't mean I got a guy I can call. I meant to keep me busy on the phone talking. That's the joke. I get it. I know. That was pretty quick of you, though. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, uh, I made it home okay and uh, keep him busy. And I'm looking forward to this. And I'm sick. But back to Green Day. Uh, now
1: you say Green Day. You don't say Green Day.
4: I the Replacements,
0: day. that's the band that Billy Joe Green plays. Day. Oh, Replacements, okay. Green Day. It's Green Day. Okay, go I ahead. Yeah, inflection on the first word. No? Green Day. Yeah. Not Green Day.
4: No, it's Green Day, just like Cheap Trick. It's, it's cheap <laughs> Trick. <laughs> cheap I don't Cheap Trick. Before we get
1: into this, uh, I want to say something else since the gang's all here. uh, Those people who are coming in for the New Year's Eve show at the Bottom Lounge, you might want to extend your stay a couple days because on January 2nd, uh, you might have seen this already, I think it was announced, Uh, we are doing Lifer's Podcast Live returning to G-Man. So, hope to see you there. Gabe, I hope to see you there. I'll be there. Okay. Wait,
4: you, well, you hope to, find to see out? me there? Or I'm just, <laughs> what am I? Chopped liver? Honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> we hope we can have a guest as, as an entertaining as Josh Cater or.
1: Oh, yeah. Who are we going to get for enough. a guest? <laughs> who are we going to get for a guest? I think we should get Colin, who works there. He's very angry that we're doing this show. He's like, what the fuck? I don't want to be working. Colin would be a great guest. He I think hates he'd be
0: so many things. Hates everything. Yeah, like you constantly. I don't. That's know a great. That's guy. a good podcast guest. Yeah, he'll be like, they I have I opinions. Don't know. This
1: old music, this old guy music that you listen to. I don't know. I'm like easy. He called like REM, <laughs> REM, Speedwagon. I don't know REM, Speedwagon. i I've, I've never heard of it. Whew. That Grudel. sounds
2: like a great band, actually.
1: It's pretty good. That's what I said to him. I was like. You might not know it, but you're being brilliant right now,
0: Steve. Are you going to be there? Uh, I'll be there. Okay, good. I'm, I'm going to hang in the back and do sound effects. That's just like last time. That's wait, what is we G-
2: need. G- is, G-Man, is, is G-Man normally closed on January second, and we're opening the joint for our own purposes? Kinda. We'll see wow. what happens. What well, day? Kelly says they're
1: open, but you know what day is that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Let me look. It is uh, um a, a Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday.
2: Taco Tuesday. We're going to all have we're going to have tacos for everyone. Oh, Chipotle
1: again, huh? Yes. <laughs> so Green Day. But before we get to Green Day, Gabe, uh I've had a few people this past week sort of talk shit and besmirch your musical taste, Gabe.
4: Okay. Uh, let's let's hear some names let's hear some names
1: <laughs> I see Andy Gerber's studio <laughs> Andy and Gerber. he was talking smack about Iron Maiden he was like yeah I was listening to the radio and uh, Number of the Beast comes in and
4: I'm like Gabe's got a lot of nerve what <laughs> anybody to put down Number of the Beast yeah especially Andy Gerber he, was, he, was like, he, was, he said I was listening to those lyrics and it's just silly
1: Okay. Is there more? Are there more people? Scathing are... review. <laughs> Justine was talking about how she thinks you're an idiot for liking the Misfits. She didn't
4: say any such thing. There's no she way said that would she come doesn't out of like.
1: She said she doesn't like the Misfits. Justine's kind of uh, when it comes to punk, she's a pussy. She's a punk pussy. <laughs> so well, her she's thing a, she's was a metal chick. Yeah. Well, when it comes to metal, she's not a pussy. But when it comes to punk, she is. And a it, metal chick. She's like, she goes. I like the Clash better than the Misfits. I'm like, and then she went e- even further. She goes, Clash are heavier than the Misfits. I'm like, now you're just insane, <laughs> talking absolute nonsense. <sighs> She's a punk pussy like Ben Reiser.
4: It's not an either or hey. when it comes to the Clash and the Misfits. It's just it's two different things.
1: It's
2: apples and oranges. You guys are jerking off over Green Day and calling. I like me a oranges punk pussy? better
1: than apples. I mean, Fuck I don't. You know what? green day shit who who likes oranges better than apples i think we can when you say you can't decide you can
4: decide they're both fruit sometimes you want an apple sometimes you want an orange sure but which one do i like the best
1: what's the best (laughs) it's oranges oh yeah
2: yeah no no I'm not going to stand for this. No uh, one's going to. Uh, I think a good apple is better than a good orange, but those those things. Oh,
1: now we're those, now we're those, cooking. But
2: those little <laughs> things. Those what do they call them? Clementines. They have a million different names. Those sort of cuties. seedless little mini oranges. Those are better. Cuties. A, cuties. But that, you mean that, ta- tangerines? Well, not tangerines, but cuties or clementines, or there's like three other names that they come under, but they're all the same fucking thing. A little Should mini they be orange calling clementines
1: darlings? darlings?
0: Yes, they should. Steve weigh in here. I did I get hoodwinked into an apples versus oranges? I thought we were talking <laughs> about Green Day.
1: <laughs> we'll get to it. What the it. fuck You're, is this? This is the intro. This is the opening act.
0: <laughs> you got hood This is its this it. is its own episode. This is a way deeper topic. This is a this is the origin of the phrase, like comparing apples and oranges. These this right. is like the two Main things that have ever been compared. And I think it's bullshit. I think the whole, I, the argument is, for
1: me, it, it doesn't hold up. You can compare apples and oranges. Of course you can.
4: <laughs> I can't believe we're having this conversation. Yeah, so you can compare <laughs> Everclear and Green Day. Oh, because we're usually talking about,
1: <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Hamas? <laughs> yeah, What's better? Israel or Hamas? Yeah, come on. Let's, <laughs> let's really get down to it. Oh, this is
4: lighthearted. Let's get back to oh, Green what's Day. Hamas? You just said right. you can't believe <laughs> we're yeah, it's about
2: heavy that. like the clash,
4: motherfuckers. <laughs> fucking We're getting Justine back on this show, and I'm going to confront her about this misfits thing, and don't let me pass up Andy <laughs> Gerber when I see him next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bullshit. Next time he asks me to send him a shirt, it's going to have some maiden shirt in there. <laughs> He's a size large, yeah, large. Wait. Just the way you say, you
1: know. Gabe's Don't got, let me pass a Gerber next. Gabe's Andy got a, lo- time Gabe's got a lot of nerve. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve answer the question Claire Apples or oranges? Uh, I mean, I'm an oranges guy. Okay, all right. So two people for oranges. One apple and Gabe says they can't be compared, although clearly they can. The problem is
2: with apples, there are many varieties. So I'm not I can't say a blanket statement about apples. There are apples I love and there are apples I don't like. So you're want
0: already actually. backpedaling. Yeah, he probably he probably likes
1: us you like the mushy apples, right? Those like saying, really mealy apples, like ugh.
2: I'm saying <laughs> the phrase comparing apples to apples also makes sense
1: because you can compare apples to apples. Here's another phrase I, I call bullshit on. It's okay. like uh, You know, you you either love or hate it. No, no, I don't think so. Most things that I, I'm either supposed to love or hate, I'm kind of like, meh,
2: whatever. You're right. That's Green Day for me. I'm indifferent about them for the most part.
4: I don't think you're indifferent, Ben. No, no I am. Not after this episode.
1: Okay. <laughs> you're going to put together that Spotify playlist. You're going to be like, God damn it. They
0: did it to me again. Hey, while we're taking down old phrases, I got, I got a question. Okay, you right. guys ever say you have a laundry list of things to do? Or has anyone ever said that to you? You familiar with that phrase? I've heard I'm it. I'm familiar with it. I've never said it. But Is now that I think about it, it
2: makes no sense.
0: Yeah. Do you like write down the clothes you're about to go wash? I don't get right. it. <laughs> makes no fucking sense. <laughs> laundry list has two categories. Dirty. Clean. Or I mean, I guess whatever. I guess you could. Okay. And you can't compare them. Well, according
2: to the dictionary, a laundry list is just a long or extensive list of people or things. But why do they call it a laundry list is the question.
1: That's what, uh, Yeah, that would, be, that would be nice if you could tell us. Because we, we know what it is. You didn't have to look that up. You All have right. to look up why it's called that. All right. That's that what we're talking about here.
2: Right. It's, uh, uh, it's, the history of the laundry list is that uh, blah, 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 blah. The 19th century saw more than 2,000 U.S. patents (laughs) for washing machines. When you took your laundry to a commercial laundry establishment, you had to make a record of what you'd sent. This ensured both that you got back what you'd sent and that you paid for what you got washed.
1: Okay, people who are too lazy to do their own laundry. Riveting
0: stuff. I'm happy I brought it up. Amazing.
1: (laughs) Scintillating. Here's a bit that uh, always works. It's time for... Gabe Rodriguez's TV
0: Corner. Back in Gabe Rodriguez's days, TV was a hit parade, everybody had it made, those were the Gabes. Gabe Rodriguez's TV Corner.
2: Theme song by Steve Sleeve. It's me. It's still a good
4: theme song. Yes, and you have to also play the Welcome Back Cotter theme track because one of the best T V show sound songs of all time. Of all time. Sebastian something. What's his name? Sebastian Maniscalco,
2: John Sebastian. John I'm Sebastian. I'm
4: it is a really You're... good
2: theme
1: song. How Evan Dando never did a cover of that is beyond me. I tried to get him to do it once. <laughs> and he... he just wouldn't? No, oh, he, he he wanted he was more your interested in Stealing my idea,
0: yeah, my REM Speedwagon idea. <laughs> One of the first songs I downloaded off of Napster was Mr. Bungle covering the Welcome Back Cotter theme. Ooh, yeah. There are was many. It? There are many versions. That it was a regular staple of their live show. Is it a fairly faithful rendition? Yeah. It's huh. it's along the same lines as Faith No More doing Commodore is easy. It's, they're just trying to kind of hit it note for note.
1: Now, do you prefer... little schmaltzier. Yeah. Do you be- prefer... Do you believe in magic or welcome back,
4: Cotter. Is that the do same singer? Do you believe singer? in magic? Yeah. The same person wrote? Or sing? John Sebastian,
1: yeah.
2: And they also from- do Summer in the City?
1: Hot Town somewhere in the city? Isn't that not Love and Spoonful? What's not? Uh, Who is isn't that? Is that Love and Spoonful? Who is it? Remember that SNL episode when he got on there and kept forgetting the words to like welcome back and all this stuff and he kept screwing up. He must have been so stoned. All right, so it Gabe, is, why it do... is Love and Spoonful. All right. uh-huh. all right. So Gabe, why do you want to talk
4: about Welcome Back Cotter? Well, first of all, it's the best sitcom of the seventies. The best. The best better than fish hell yes everything is better than fish but better welcome than back than Cotter. fish
2: better than all in the family
4: funnier than all in the family family times better than good times better than good times
0: better than mod and then there's mod ah three's company was a banger though yeah. funnier than, are all than the jeffersons stuff.
4: those are all good stuff but nobody had the cast of characters like welcome back cutter let's run them down Vinnie Barberino.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: That's his John Travolta. Everybody knows that's John Travolta. Everybody knows that's John Travolta, yeah. Juan Epstein. The Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever see Epstein's mother? No, but that was the funny bit. It was very funny, yeah. Freddie Boom Boom Washington.
1: Freddie Boom Boom Washington. <laughs> By the way, this is my... Anniversary gift. I should have pulled this out when John was here. See that game? that's coolie hi. Freddie Boom Boom
4: Washington. Oh, he's in right there. there. He's in oh, yeah. there. Hi there. Remember that? Yep.
1: Yeah. That's a nice.
4: Then you got Horseshack. Who who, who played
1: Horseshack? What's that guy's name?
4: Ron Polillo. Something like that. Or maybe it was Paello. I don't the know. The My Palillo guy. <laughs> By the way... <laughs>
2: Some of these cast members are no longer with us. I believe Ron is dead,
4: and I think Epstein is dead as dead as well. Mm-hmm. That's that sucks. And I don't think Epstein Mr. Woodman
0: didn't kill himself. He
4: did. <laughs> you can scrap that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Woodman, one of the funniest guys. Your on the favorite. Show. You he love still, Mr. Woodman. Oh, Mr. Woodman was the
1: best. Now, who's better, Mr. Woodman or Mr. Roper?
4: Roper was better, but Woodman was pretty good, too. <laughs> wow. Uh, and the, always my favorite was Mr. Carter himself. Mr. Carter. Yes. You know, my nickname growing up was Mr. Carter. Gabe Kaplan. Yes. Every time when See, I... See, the only reason
1: you like this show is because Gabe. Gabe Kaplan. He's Carter, the most Gabe famous Kaplan. Gabe
4: in the world. There's no more famous Gabe out there. Who's more famous Gabe Well, than Gabe you. Kaplan? No.
1: Gabe Kaplan, I suppose. Gabe Kaplan. Every time. Who played his, was it Marcia Strassman? Marcia Strassman. I had the biggest crush on her growing up. Here's my question. What's the best? What's the best? Marcia Strassman or whoever it was that played Bailey on
4: WKRP? Uh, I would always go for Marcia Strassman because she called Gabe, Gabe on the show. She was talking to me. Oh, my God. She was talking to me. Yeah, no, I agree. I like I like Miss Strassman better. No what about you with guys?
0: I was just looking up other famous Gabes.
4: <laughs> yeah, Roman Gabriel. That doesn't count. Did but Roman Gabriel was a, was a punter from the Vikings.
0: Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Ooh, very famous. Who is that? Yeah,
1: Gabriel. Yeah. I think not he says. to you.
0: Oh, Gab, Gab Rodriguez.
1: Gabriel Anwar. That doesn't count, does it?
4: Uh, it does count. She's an actress from the 80s.
1: It's not a Gabriel. Gabby Hayes. Peter many, Gabriel. Many
4: questions. <laughs> what Peter about Gabriel? isn't there- <laughs> Gabby Hoffman. <laughs> Gabby Hoffman was an actress. Isn't there a Gabby from the Butthole Surfers? Gabby Haynes. <laughs> Gabby. <laughs> Gabby. Well, Gabby. <laughs> I like Welcome Back, Hunter. How about the box set not too long ago? Did you? Oh, yeah. There are really not that many episodes, and if you think about it, okay. would there would there be a Seinfeld format without Welcome Back, Cotter, where you had the intro with the jokes and then the outro with the jokes?
1: It makes sense. It makes sense. Similarly, I mean, he wasn't the first comedian to have his
4: own show, though, was he? No, but he did kind of a bit where he did his jokes. We would tell the jokes at the end. Yeah, it was great. I think that show is is uh, I should start watching that again.
1: Where would you watch
4: it? I don't know. Is it streaming?
1: I don't know. I don't have a moonlighting is back by the way. Moonlighting is streaming.
0: Moonlighting is moonlighting is on in the other room at my place right now. Stacy's watching the first episode. She's diving in. We watched last year during Thanksgiving. We uh watched like a bunch of different Thanksgiving episodes of TV shows and the Uh moonlighting. Like we watched the WKRP one. Uh, but that, uh, that WKRP m- Thanksgiving episode is the best Thanksgiving episode. What? I mean, we yeah. wouldn't even have to do an episode about that. That
4: would everybody would agree. <laughs> right. One of the what? best episodes of Welcome Back, was when he was trying to help the debate team get ready to debate the, the real debate team. You know, the Sweathogs uh-huh. was going to debate the, the real team. And what that reminds me of is Trump on the debate stage debating everybody else he's like the sweat hogs uh, trying to get everybody's goat you know what i mean trump is a sweat hog yes he's a sweat hog i'm jersey i buy that but that that episode where he, those guys just get the goat of everybody on the other side and just get them all riled up and then they they win the debate that's my favorite episode one of them
1: i like the one where horse shack gets uh hooked on drugs <laughs> there is one in there isn't there yeah.
4: Yeah, that was a good one
2: What about the Seinfeld episode Where there's the Thanksgiving Day Parade That's a pretty good one
1: The Macy's Day Parade? Yeah, with Mr., Mr. Pitt? Yeah, Mr. Macy's Pitt?
2: Day is Thanksgiving
1: Day And the big parade. Woody Woodpecker? Yes yeah, That's a good one I still prefer the Puerto Rican Day Parade <laughs> Episode of Seinfeld Yeah, that's a good one too That is perfect, that's the, that is perfect that's taboo. TV That's taboo, isn't it? Not in my house
0: I love it <laughs> i play it all the time you can stream well, cotter on tubi do you guys ever if you're looking tubi. for something you just google it and then you google the word just watch there's that website just watch that like tells you where it's streaming
4: all right I'm gonna that's not a plug that.
0: that's just some that's just some knowledge from steve <laughs>
4: you're
1: dropping knowledge <laughs> on us that's why you're here back in Gabriel Rodriguez
0: days.
1: This is TV Corner. So, Gabe, now that you know that Freddie Boom Boom Washington is in Cooley High, and also Cooley High kind of inspired what's happening, can I get you to watch Cooley High? Is it a comedy? It is a comedy. Can you watch Cooley High and then come back next week and tell us about it? it where can I see it?
4: Uh, we'll find out. You can probably, find, you can probably What'd watch you it probably What would you say, just
2: watch? Cooley High, mm-hmm. just
4: watch. I'll find it, I'll find it, and I'll watch it.
1: Coolie high. We are going to come up with a new bit. It's called "Let's Turn Gabe into a cinephile," and oh, then it's the, going to take the, a long time. The music behind it will be the "To Catch a Predator."
2: It's on. Uh, <laughs> it's it's on Amazon
1: Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. You can it's watch on it for the free. The
2: Roku channel. It's on Tubi and it's
1: on Pluto TV. Coolio, High. That's that's your that's your your assignment for this week. Watch Coolie high. And then you'll see where Mama, Big Mama, came from. I'd like
2: to assign him Cooley High and then listen to the 70 movies we saw in the 70s podcast about Cooley High. That's
0: not Not going to happen. That's a bridge too far. So what's the best Green Day? What's the best? Uh, Before we get started, do you guys know what a Green Day is? It's a pot thing, right? Yes. It's It's like a whole day of smoking weed.
4: I never knew that.
0: Hmm. I learned that uh, in an interview with
1: now the Now how do you feel
4: about the band, Gabe? It's like a whole day of smoking weed. Oh, there he goes. Look at him. <laughs> they don't even talk about smoking weed in their music, do they? I've never seen them light up. Of course they do. What do you think uh, Longview's about? Who knows? Masturbation
1: and smoking but weed. And lighting and farts. No, it's not. <laughs>
2: Okay. All right, what's the, here's the most important part of this whole evening. What's the order? We got what's Steve. What's the order? Is Steve, does, count, does he count as the guest? He doesn't count as person. a
1: guest. Oh, okay, so that's cool. co- what kind of comes up here. So we're going to have to come up with a whole new order. How, we, how are we going to do this?
2: Well, I know I'm supposed to be first because I was not yeah, but first we don't, in the last three weeks. You've
1: got to save that for when we actually have a guest. So we have to come up with a new a, a way to figure out <laughs> what the order is going to be. Four way order. How do we do that? It's random. No, everybody, like, raise. Here we go. Raise your hand, and when it comes up, hold a you know, one through five amount of fingers.
4: And the one with the most fingers <laughs> goes first. What <laughs> you take, you take a letter of your name. And uh, the lowest letter goes first, and the, la- the highest letter goes last. Steve, is that a spliff? It's a green day.
2: Okay, so it's Steve, and then me, and then Scott, and then Gabe. I was last last week. I can't <laughs> well, be last Apparently two two that's wrong. got nothing to do with tonight.
0: Let's reverse is- the order that we just came up with. So Gabe's yes, first? Gabe's, so Gabe's first. He wants to <laughs> that, be first. Oh, yes.
1: No, 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 no. This isn't fair because I know Gabe's going to take mine on every turn, and I don't want <laughs> this to happen.
4: You're not taking mine. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> I'm going to take yours. Oh, no, you ain't taking mine. I got him written down. Good.
1: All
2: right, so he didn't end up taking any of yours last week, though, did he, Gabe? But two no. weeks ago.
4: No, I'm I not going to let him go on that misfit stuff. All right, Steve, you're first.
0: this. Oh, no okay uh and then is this sorry i forget how this goes is it like we're doing three songs three one, two one no pick one at a time we'll
4: go around robin all right all right we my can go backwards pick, we'll go backwards yeah. the
0: my first pick it is the 30th anniversary of dookie the first green day record i got and what better than a side one track one wow burnouts i Great song, and it, I mean, from being on that standout record and being the first song, unfadable. It's a good sounding record. I was listening to
1: it today. It sounds great. All the songs are great. I mean, all the songs are great. It's a great record.
2: I'll say what I think is interesting about Dookie is that none of the singles are the first three songs on the album, which I think is... Um,
1: not strong, common, that right?
0: Means it's a strong, it's a strong record. Was wait, hold it! Isn't hold on? Isn't three welcome to paradise? I don't no? think so.
1: No, track three is uh, is the song that goes into um, basket case.
2: <laughs> no, I think track three goes into Longview. Longview, that's
1: I think, th- Longview, I think that's the fourth right. song is Longview. Right. Longview. Track three goes into Longview. That's what I meant. So what is Chump track Three? Chump. It's it's Gabe's oh, favorite yeah. song. <laughs> okay, Ben. Let's 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 hear what you've got.
2: All right, my first pick. Uh, great song, love it. Could listen to it all the time. Letter Bomb from the album American Idiot. Went deep, huh? <laughs> Are you a fan of the musical? Is that no? No. In fact, the fact that they turned it into a musical gives me pause about the Would whole enterprise. Would you rather
1: watch American Idiot or the Glenn the Danzig Spider-Man? movie, the Spider-Man <laughs> musical?
2: I'd rather watch the Spider-Man musical. Really? I mean, wow. but probably. For ironic, yeah. ironically, oh, but, uh, and yeah. ironically
1: into Spider-Man yeah. musicals. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: So who's next? I don't know. Well, Gabe was gonna be last, and then Gabe's he was last be first. Okay, so it's my <laughs> turn. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know if we're gonna stand <laughs> like,
4: I don't know if we're gonna stand <laughs> or
1: not. We'll see. Oh, this is the best one, and I'm so glad I get it because I know Gabe wants it. Going to pass the lockwood.
0: Here we go again. Infatuation touches me just when I thought that it would end.
3: Oh, but then again, it like you gotta
4: be go. kidding me! But Come on, I can't even see my screen too. I already got it queued up. Well, Musa can't steal my first song. <laughs> it's my first reason. song. Bullshit. You can't steal my second. <laughs> I I could. Did you pick it just because you knew I was going to take it? Or is it your favorite song?
1: <laughs> it is my favorite song. I absolutely love it. But uh, I knew you were going to go for it, too. So I was like, <laughs> I've got to get it before he gets it.
4: Should have flipped a coin on that one. Gabe, why do you like that song so much? Everything off of this album is their best song, but yes, that's their best song. The fade in chord, and it just comes right into it. Don't fuck around. Go right to it. And there it is. Right in your ass. (laughs) Right in your ass. Freaking harmonies during the chorus. You don't know where the chorus starts. You don't know where the chorus starts and the verses. It comes right out of Billy Joe's
2: ass and right into yours.
4: That's, right got the, a, that's got a great pre chorus, too. I don't know where the chorus stops. It just keeps going. Mm. It's
1: great. It's a fucking jam and a half. And I'm glad I got
4: to it first. All right. What do you got, Gabe? Oh, <laughs> uh, now I got to pick another song. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to find this one real quick just for myself so I can hear it in the background. Uh, yeah, that's off of Kerplunk. We're going oh. to the second album. No. I who, don't do were, it. who wrote "Holding no.
0: uh,
3: Did
4: That take yours? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I didn't noise. read the book. No, I don't know what the song is about. But it's a great, great song. You should read the book. Maybe. If I read books, I would probably read this book. But I can't stay awake for any time of a period of where I'm sitting. I just fall asleep. So I can't read books. But I can listen to music. Mm-hmm. And this song jams. What about an audio book on the treadmill? I might be able to. What about when you're sitting on the toilet? Do you fall asleep? I'm trying to figure out if Mike Durnt actually did any backups on this record. Or is it all Billy Joe? He sings. On right? On Kerplunk.
0: I don't know. Good question.
4: Who's singing on Welcome he does to Paradise? He's he singing backups live. We saw him mm-hmm. a number of times, and he was always up there. As prolific as Billy Joe is, who, who would you compare him to? As many hits that this guy's written in 30 years. And I don't mean hits. I just mean song after song after song. And all I the think records. the
1: first time I saw him, he was wearing a Cheap Trick shirt. So I always think of yeah, Cheap Trick. But I wouldn't compare him to Cheap Trick.
4: No, but... You're gonna He's got a tune. he's got an ear for a tune. He can he can put a melody over a pile of shit, I'm telling you. Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, put that on
0: the hype sticker on the front of the anniversary <laughs> re-release. <laughs> Gabe Rodriguez.
4: I got to see Life these guys podcast. plenty of times on Kirk Plunk. We both saw him, Scott. But I saw him in Beloit, Wisconsin, and I interviewed him for my good and plenty zine. And the tape is lost. Oh, I lost man. the tape. Never got to re- transcribe lost it. to the ages. Never got to publish it. Oh, I got man. pictures from the shows, but... Here's a real of, question.
1: Speaking of hype sticker, I have a real question. Go ahead, Ben. Who's
4: taller, Gabe or
1: Billy Joe? I bet you I'm I, taller. Everyone's taller than Gabe.
2: <laughs> Joe. It's your golden birthday, the year that you turn, what, when you, like, if you were born on the 23rd and you're 23, that's your golden birthday. What do they call it when you are your height? So when Gabe turns fifty-five and he's the same as his height of five five, what do they call
1: that birthday? The height of heightism.
4: They call it Inflagrante Delicto. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh no. Hertzberg is coming back. <laughs> Okay. I'm never gonna remember that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, what do you got for number two?
1: Fall, he right. falls asleep while he's reading it.
2: Come on, panelists. Yes. You're supposed to keep us on our toes. You should be adding some energy into this show, not dragging it down. He's high.
1: He just smoked a big patty. That's true. I know he sure did. He's like, like
0: guys, Can you do this? Once again. Sure I can. It's called It's, it's Called A Green Day, which is a song. On the 10,039 Slappy Smoothie Hours compilation. But my pick is not that song. It's from the Thousand Hour 7-inch. It's a great pop song. The One I Want. Whoa. Dude. Yeah. Deep cut. Deep cut. Good pop hooks. Will so I be I like able to find it on YouTube to put it in the show? Find that. <laughs> you definitely can.
2: Thank you. Or you can send you it to me. me. Just oh, watch it,
0: it on 2B. I don't
2: have YouTube. Or not 2B. 2B? I mean, you can just send that me an episode for fuck's sake.
1: All right. You got one. Now, uh, this, I want to know what Ben's second pick is. And I want to know, why is it good riddance?
2: It is actually Wake Me Up When This Episode Ends. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise known as Wake Me Up When September Ends, off of the album American Idiot. Oh, you're just an American idiot
0: guy. Yes.
2: That is my my Green Day entry and exit point. That's when I finally—they finally put out some songs. I was like, "Yes, this works for me. Yeah, this is catchy in my head in a good way."
1: Yeah, you're doing a disservice to yourself, but I do like that song. It's not my favorite song on that record, but it's—it's it's pretty good.
2: Okay, I'm not doing a disservice to myself. This is my Green Day.
1: Don't you are don't, don't harsh my Green Day mellow. I'm just saying, if—if if, if you haven't heard "Going to Yeah <laughs> You're doing I yourself will, a disservice but
2: I, I will be hearing it a lot this week So don't you worry will.
1: about
4: it I'll be all set
1: and You'll, you'll, you'll get to hear my number two pick mm-hmm. Which I know Gay wants as well
4: I don't think you're going to get my
1: other stuff Christy Road. Road
0: Staring out of my window Watching the cars go
2: Oh, you got Steve's pick. Yeah. I just never had
1: Christy Road on my list. It's great. You know, and I was listening to the uh, Anniversary Dookie, and they recorded a version of Christy Road for that record, and they decided not to put it on there. So there's a chunkier version really? on the outtakes on, on this Dookie, this new Dookie. Take a listen to it. So, it where, so
2: which album did it come out on? Uh, one after Dookie or an earlier one? On Kerplunk. No, it was an
1: earlier one. It was on Kerplunk. Okay. So they recorded they a few to re-recorded songs. re
2: recorded it for Dookie.
1: They, like, uh, uh, Welcome to Paradise was was an earlier song as well. So they recorded oh. a, a few songs. They also recorded a 409 in Your Coffee Maker. So th- this is all on the outtakes. You think that the producer, his name is Robert
4: Cavallo. Cavallo? Yeah. Did he give them what they needed to get over to Humber, or were they already there? It's a pretty
1: confident sounding record like all those songs are they know that they're good he produced uh, goo goo dolls dizzy up the girl that's how
2: and dave matthews band and alanis Morissette, and black sabbath
0: gabe i'm glad you mentioned him because looking him up now i have now that scott took christie road uh looking at the rob cavallo discography not for goo goo dolls but for green day uh just helped me find my third song. So shout out to Gabe. And Gabe's going to take it. Take it,
4: Gabe. Take it. I'm and coughing man, up yes. a lung over here. <laughs> <laughs> my second pick. Is it my turn? Yeah. I'm taking it. I'm sticking with Kerplunk. I'm not going anywhere else but Kerplunk right now. <laughs> 2,000 right light now. years away? No. 80. 80. 80. Take Me Away. I'm telling you, this song, you don't know how many times I've played this song. And just driving and driving and driving. So I used to drive, me and my buddy would go to the East Coast and see 20 shows in, in two weeks. And that record would be playing, that tape would be playing stuff. Eighty. Hey,
1: I told you a million times, don't exaggerate. You did not go see 20 shows in two weeks.
4: I saw... Three shows a weekend for two weekends. Okay, it wasn't 20 shows. It was a lot of shows.
2: You went from 20 to six.
4: <laughs> Those are memorable shows. Wow. When you're 18, 19 years old. You couldn't remember old, that. You'd only seen six of them. <laughs> I'm just saying. You, you go on vacation. You, you see two weekends worth of shows. Ten bands, you know, per... Not ten bands. Four or five bands. There's a lot of shows. It's a lot of shows. It's a lot. And Green Day was the biggest band of the time that was coming up. And Dookie just came out in eighty is a great song. Mm. It's a good record. It's a great record. It's a great record. All right.
1: You know, I think I'm starting to fall asleep. <laughs> Who's next?
0: We're back to Steve. What's awesome is what's awesome is that it's like a sort of a sleepy, a sleepy conversation, but like <laughs> all of these green day pop <laughs> punk hits are gonna right. slap so hard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. So, yeah, I was going to pick Christy Road, but looking at Rob Cavallo's discography here from the Angus soundtrack, Green Day had a one-off Ooh. that was later on the International Super Hits record as well, called J.A.R. Jason Andrew Relva. Mm-hmm.
1: Another song banger is also a, an alternate version that was recorded for
0: uh, Dookie as well. Oh, sure. A version that, that didn't make the record. Because yeah.
1: Angus is about? after Dookie in
0: 1995, but before Insomnia. What was Angus about?
1: A pig. Was it a Wasn't pig it?
2: movie? I think it's a pig playing football or something like that.
1: I refuse to watch any pig movie. That
0: isn't, isn't babe that too. isn't Babe. Yeah, is babe, babe or City. Babe Two? Isn't well, they're
1: both they're both good. They're both good, but only one of them is great. By
2: the way, Angus came out. Only in one, one of them is the Citizen Kane
1: of pig movies. What? Which one?
2: 1995.
1: Yeah, right. Same year as Insomniac.
2: But I I'm, i could be—I might be wrong. Maybe there is no pig in Angus.
1: I don't think there is. I don't think it's a pig movie. No, it's about a shy,
2: obese teen named Angus. Lives with his 18-wheeler driving mom, played by Kathy Bates. And oddball grandfather, played by George C. Scott. I need to see this movie. That I'm is great. not
1: a pig movie. It's a good song. I'm playing it. It's good. Are you listening to music yes. when you're supposed to be podcasting? I
4: got to hear this song. I don't, I've never heard it before again everybody pay attention and focus
0: what
1: if are we we're doing TV? did
4: you guys or did you guys on, get a
0: did you get I'm trying to a figure out what movie I was thinking zoom. about that
2: I thought was a pig movie called Angus I don't know. do it out. later okay come on uh my third and final choice is Big a fish. Note, a little number called give me novocaine off of the album American Idiot
1: Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) Three for three. So you're a big American Idiot fan, huh? Yeah. That was
2: the album that I was like, okay, I'm going to give these guys a shot. Whatever the first song I heard from it, I thought, oh, this is not a bad song. And like I say, I I just, I I respect Green Day. I understand. There's just something about his songwriting and his voice that just doesn't connect with me for the most part. But American Idiot, is the exception to the rule for me.
1: What's wrong with his voice?
2: I just think it's remarkably inexpressive. I don't think... No. I First of all, I can't get past... I can't get past that British accent thing he does.
4: You don't like Billy Joe's uh, British accent, but you like Taylor Swift's country accent. Their fake yes. country accent?
1: Where yes. did that go, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care.
2: I like her it with or without out. the accent. <laughs> but I think that I wonder maybe I think this that that's maybe that's a fair this. comparison. I do think that comparing Billy Joe and Taylor Swift is 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 fair. I think they're both like songwriters first and foremost, mm. with not the most interesting voices. And but for me, Taylor's songs are catchier in a way that feels better to my ears than. Billy Joe's. I always sort of hear the effort of Billy Joe. It just, like, he just seems like he'd be, he'd be much more at home. Like I said, in the Brill building in the sixties, writing sort of like, you know, like downtown, like that kind of a song.
1: He probably loves downtown. Yeah, I think he does. And What's I think that, that,
4: and I think, write me, his own songs.
1: I, I know. I Case just in think, point, my number three. Okay. <laughs> nice segue. Great, great song. Redundant from Nimrod. I absolutely love this song. I speak, my and I not reach, not enough, Gabe, are you listening to Redundant?
4: I have to. I don't know the song. Do I? Come. Do I know the song?
1: It has a uh, subtitle, Lost for Words. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs>
4: I don't think so. It does. It's on a what record?
0: Nimrod. Sometimes the subtitles don't make it to streaming. That's the name of the record. I wasn't calling you a Nimrod.
1: Oh, from 1997.
2: Really? It reached number two in Australia and it was reissued as a double A-side with "Good Riddance," "Time of Your Life." Sorry if anyone was.
1: They know what's
4: up in Australia. Don't mess around. It doesn't sound much different than other stuff of theirs, but I don't remember the song. Because you weren't
0: listening. Maybe Ben Ben is going to change his mind after this, like, premium selection of Green Day. Maybe this is the playlist that will flip you. Flip you for real? I'll flip you. And then he's got all his American Idiot hits. I know, of course. Okay, I know the (laughs) song. Peppered in there. It's going to be a great playlist. Come
1: on. I can't wait. Focus, Gabe. Gabe, this, you get the last song. My turn. Big finish. I
4: can close it out. It yeah, will stop listening to music. You're talking too loudly. I don't know this loudly. redundant song. I don't know this redundant song, but it's I my turn. I do know this song, and I'm going to pick it. <laughs> it's before Trey Cool was in the band. We're going back oh. to 10:39, smoothed out, slappy hours. Wow. It's a record that I don't know if it's a real record. If they just put this stuff together, I already, I already picked a song from that record. It's all right. At the library. Oh. This song has ten choruses in it. It's picking. It never stops. It goes from beginning to end. It's just a hook.
1: (laughs) It goes from beginning to end.
4: I don't know. I, I've always thought their first two records were their best material. Mm. Yes, they're still a great band. They still write good music. But to me, I was I was that age. I was that I was in the middle of it. I got to see him in front of 500 people, not 5,000. It's just cool to say I was there. No big deal. I got <laughs> to see him on Dookie. It's not the same. Uh,
2: let me ask you something, Gabe. Are there any bands that you like where their f- first
4: two albums aren't their best material, in your opinion? Plenty. Uh, There's plenty of bands. But I just don't know how to say uh, that they got better. I'm sorry? I don't think they got better. They were always that good. I'm glad That's what you I'm did to my
2: shtick instead of me doing
4: it. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Sure.
1: I get it. You know, it's a special time in your life when you were, you were a young, strapping... Billy Joe Armstrong fan.
4: I could have been an emo kid. I could have been. <laughs> yeah, you could have been. Even though this, it, even though this is pop punk, it, it's it's like the early emo stuff where it kind of just merged together at all one, and Blink One Eighty Two became emo. This and it's, isn't. It's over. This is not emo. I know it's not emo, but it's pop. It's, it's pop, pop punk music. Yes, it's it's perfectly written pop songs. Yes, it is. I'm just saying. But the They're sound best. of Dookie is better than the sound of Kerplunk. Not by much. Oh, to me, I mean, to pr- me pretty significantly it? it might sound louder and mastered better, yes. But I don't think the songs on Dookie are better than the songs on, on I'm Kerplunk. not saying that. I'm saying the sound is better. Yeah, but that's a hundred times the budget. Yep. Sure. So of course it's gonna sound better. Maybe. But to my ear, I don't want to hear the production on Dookie more than I want to hear Kaplunk. I think every song on Dookie is, I
1: mean, having a blast. That's one of their best songs. There's good stuff on Dookie, yes.
0: It's she, a great, she, she? Oh, she's she. great. I she is it. terrific. Yeah, I that's a really it. good one. That was I my number four. It. Excellent song. I had 2,000 Light Years Away.
4: Yeah, that's on my list. That's on mine. Listen.
0: And then here's my here's my deep cut on Insomniac. Um what the fuck? It's, it's called Stuart. Stuart? No. No, Scott, <laughs> not that one. Uh Stuart something. Stuart Smalley. Let me look it up. Um, but it's got so obviously Billy Joe's history. He saw I mentioned this earlier, in case uh anyone's just tuning in late. Mm-hmm. Uh Billy Joe's yes, sees Operation Ivy. Um Obviously one of the one of the most popular bass lines <laughs> of all time is Journey to the End of the East Bay by Rancid. Uh, so this song by Green Day, did it be come before or people. after? <laughs> this is their this is <laughs> This is Green Day's Journey to the end of the day. Oh, I can't even say. it. Uh, Let me redo that one. This is. What are you doing? What's going on? You're so stoned. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: I had too much Green Day. I'm not trying to say that Dookie is not a great album. It's a great album, but I'm just saying it to me. It sounds like 1994, whatever year it came out. I don't want to hear 1994 Green Day. I want to hear 1992
1: Green Day. That's just me. Well, see, I I, well, I don't. I think that's. I think that's a a silly pose. No.
4: Yeah, I think
1: think you're just as much of a silly poser as Ben is about this. No. The only way to properly approach Green Day is the way I approach Green Day. Everybody else's (laughs) approach is wrong. What approach is that? Yeah, what is your approach? Everything I've said.
0: (laughs) Can we talk about something?
4: Where was this? In New York. no.
0: Oh. Ben's going to say, Ben wants to talk about something, and I think it's going to be this. Can you guys read this?
1: I'm an Everclear guy, not a Green
0: Day guy. Did you send that <laughs> to him? We're gonna, I think we're going to get back to this right now. Ben, yeah, take this it away.
2: Is, Steve is like my Justine this week. He's feeding me what I what my whole pose has been tonight. The his his question idea is, who's
0: gonna all, feed Steve <laughs> and get the munchies, buddy? Don't feed me after midnight. There you are. I the wanted series. to. Hey, while up? while I'm in the zone, yeah. uh, Ben, can be I pretty. interrupt you? Sure. Uh, I meant to do this earlier when you guys were talking about the replacements, and I meant to do this on the previous episode when I actually got asked a question about Iron Man versus replacements. But I wanted to tell a story. It's very short. In college, I was like, I'm gonna review records for the college newspaper so i for the badger herald so i can like you know like get free records and i'm a a terrible music writer awful music writer so i reviewed like this third paul westerberg solo record suicane gratification Mm -hmm. and i kept i i kept trying to show like how down i was by you know referring to them as the apostrophe m-a-t-s the mats Mm -hmm. and the music editor uh didn't think that looked right and so she changed every instance of it to the Ments apostrophe M-E-N-T-S. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I mean, the piece was already bad, and then that happened. <laughs> Good shit.
4: Gabe doesn't get it. I don't get it at all.
0: <laughs> oh, one of the replacements, I can't believe Ben hasn't talked about this at any point on the podcast, but one of the replacements' nicknames or kind of their main nickname was the mats because like the joke was sort of like saying the replace mats already as their nickname and then just shortening that to the mats. So that's sort of like where that came from. So I was trying to show how like in the know I was by including that in my Paul Westerberg solo album review, like, you know, probably more times than I needed to. And so each instance got changed. So oh, just wait, like,
1: wait, is that what happened? Could you explain it again? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Wait, what? What happened? Stop oh, you were it. writing a review. <laughs> well, we were going to yep. talk about Andre Three Thousand
2: and his amazing song titles for his new I tried. album. But w- they really reminded me of a lot of some of those great Local H long long form song titles, like the. Do
0: you want to screen? Can me. you screen share the tracklist? Yeah, I could do that. When does this hmm. record come out?
4: This Friday, I think. Is this anticipated? Do people know this is happening?
1: Uh, mm. it, people can talk about nothing else. Really? Gandhi, Dalai Lama, your Lord and Savior, JC Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy. Ants to you, gods to who? That's I like
2: the I like track one. I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this
1: time. That is not. This is not real. Yes, it is.
0: Track and track three. That night in Hawaii, when I turned into a panther and started making these low register purring tones that I couldn't control. Dot dot dot. Shit was wild. And then shit is spelled with a with a, with a yen character. The yen character <laughs> oh, is the yeah, I. This is going to be yeah. Gabe's
1: favorite. The slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina.
0: Vagina. Vagina There's Vagina. no, I want to point out There's no tilde on the end That was uh, Scott <laughs> Do you agree?
4: <laughs> anyway, 93... that's sure to be a All great right. apple
0: it's a fl- By the way, was this oh, Okay, we mentioned the ayahuasca thing earlier uh, There is a tilde somewhere in that <laughs> It's a flute record. It's an instrumental. It's it's a flute record. It's a record of flutes.
1: There's no way. First of all, I will fucking kick this record in the balls if it's just flutes. I don't want to hear that shit. I hate flute music. I hate it.
0: Then this record is not for you.
1: No, it's not. And I dare anybody to say it's for them. Fucking liars.
2: The former, it says, the former outcast rapper played a custom-made wooden flute, among other wind instruments, on the. It's album.
1: called a recorder. <laughs> custom-made wooden flute, my ass. It's a recorder. Everybody got one in school. What's going on in there? What's What's going on, Gabe? Okay.
4: How you do you right? get Virginia out of that?
0: <laughs> I like to say vagina. So you're keeping all of this stuff, right? All you right know. I <laughs> think I think we've got everything. Oh we uh, got we got, look, we got look all of these all of these episodes I'm on like feel terrible at the end, and then Ben's like, "I got a good one out of it <laughs> <laughs> So I think this I think there's a lot of gold in here. I'll say <laughs> you one thing about this episode.
2: we're clocking in at an hour and thirty five minutes right now, which is perfect, so at least it's got that going for. it. It's good length.
1: you know I mean usually the ones that I think are terrible turn out to be pretty good. So I think this one's going to be pretty good.